Hey, welcome on in. Uh, well, we're not in Tampa. We uh, we are bringing Radio Row to you at home all week long here on Claves Online. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by my first guest, Ross Tucker. We are presented by Kevin Miller of Caldwell, Banker, Gundaker, sponsored by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and the Inskip Law Firm. Ross, uh, it's a different feel uh, this year. How, uh, how are you liking things just sitting at home, knocking these out one after the other? Well, I, I don't mind being home and knocking these out, Joe, and talking with you about all the stuff I've got going on with the Even Money podcast and stuff like that or my front page story. I know we'll get to that, but I will say this, man. I live in central Pennsylvania. It has been snowing now for 26 straight hours, at least. Actually, I look at it now, I, like 30 hours. I've already shoveled twice. I had a back surgery when I played for the Buffalo Bills. I tweeted this today at Ross Tucker NFL. I'm convinced the human body was not designed to shovel snow. I mean, the back, my back, like it just can't hold up. I'm going to have to do it at least two more times. So I'd be lying if I told you it wouldn't be real nice to be in Tampa right now and have my wife have to run, worry about how to get the, sh- the snow shoveled. <laughs> so, so wait, so shoveling snow isn't good for your back, but trying to keep 300 pound defensive linemen from a quarterback is no, that's also terrible for your okay. back, which is why I had uh, back surgery in 2005, L4, L5, L5S1, discectomy, laminotomy, and foraminotomy, which is a, a long-winded way of saying my back was real messed up and I was never really the same after that. In fact, I never started another regular season game after that. I, I hung around for, I don't know, two or three more years after that. But, you know, you have a surgery like that, Joe, and it makes you like a little bit less explosive, like a little bit less athletic. And here's the thing. I was like, borderline in both those categories to begin with right so like a little bit can make the difference people don't realize how small the margin is between starting and being out of the league did you know all of those parts you're an ivy leaguer i mean i'll get that i'll make sure that the listeners know that you're an ivy leaguer did you know all those parts of the back before you had to have surgery on it absolutely not Nope. Uh, I had never heard of a discectomy, laminotomy, or foraminotomy. Um, I knew about like vertebrae, but I mean, look, Joe, I woke up that day, okay? And I knew I was getting the L4, L5 operated on. And the doctor said after the surgery, your L5S1 wasn't looking real good, so I did that one too. I didn't even know they were allowed to do that. I didn't even know that that was like, but I guess when you sign the waiver, you sign the waiver like, hey, bro, knock yourself out. Do what you think is best. And I guess I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he didn't have to have a second surgery. I'm glad he did it both at the same time. But uh, it just goes to show I ended up failing a physical from the Falcons later in my career because they're like, dude, you had surgery at multiple levels. No thanks. What's, uh, so when, when, you talk, sir, when you talk physical, when it comes to NFL or any sports, I mean, we're not talking, you know, your normal physical that you go in for once a year. So when you say you fail a physical, I mean, you're still a professional athlete. You're still in really good shape. Like, what parts of those are you actually failing that that a team will say that you failed it? Um, it varies greatly from team to team. So, in other words, that 2007 offseason, I ended up signing back with Washington as a free agent. But Atlanta failed me my physical. And what it really comes down to, Joe, is... 
is this guy's injury history worth what we think we're going to get from him? And Atlanta saw the back surgery, and they knew they were signing me to be a swing backup lineman, and they just said, this guy's probably a pretty – there's a pretty decent risk he'll hurt his back again or he'll get hurt as a result of this. We don't want to pay him to do nothing. Fail him on the physical. That's really what it comes down to is if they just don't think your injury history or their belief in the the percentage chance you'll get hurt again is worth what you'll bring to the table for them. Interesting. Yeah. So how much are you? I mean, you, you mean, I've saw, I mean, I've seen you in past Super Bowls, the past radio rows. What, what's the weight now compared to when you were playing? So I used to go to training camp between 320 and 325 because I wanted to play between 310 and 320. So I'd always lose five pounds training camp no matter what. So I wanted to play usually around 315, something like that. Um, and this morning, I was a little bit heavier than I want to be. I was 252. So I've got a month. I've got, I, I want to be 242 by the time I turn 42. So March 2nd is my birthday, Joe. I got a month to, to lose 10 pounds now. That's nothing. You that 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 sounds that sounds easy to uh to pull off. So hey, let's get to so I saw you tweeting about it earlier. Since we're not in Tampa covering the game this year, what are you looking forward to? Are you looking forward to the game on Sunday or are you looking forward to the musical chairs that will be the quarterbacks in the NFL next year? Well, I'm looking forward to both. I mean, I'm a football freak, dude. I I love it. It's why I do all the podcasts I do. I mean, I I'm obsessed, right? I'm more looking forward to the game, but this is the most quarterback intrigue we're ever going to have. I mean, I it's crazy to think, you know, I had Adam Schefter on Friday's Ross Tucker football podcast. He set the over-under, Joe, for new starting quarterbacks. He set that at 18. 18. And, and I took the under – he took the over. And by the way, he knows more than I do. He like, I'm just like looking at rosters. He's talking to people. And one guy I didn't think was going to move was Jared Goff. That's already one I didn't account for. I didn't think the Rams, with the salary cap being whatever it is, 30 to $40 million less this year than they projected to be. I didn't think the Rams would take on $24 million in dead cap space, but they did. So it's already one more than I thought it would be from a new starting quarterback standpoint. And I think there's, I mean, there's several we know for sure, right? Like the Jets and the Colts, but then there's, and New England, but then there's others. I I think San Francisco's looking upgrade on Jimmy G. I think uh, Denver's looking upgrade on Drew Locke. So there's a bunch of them. That's, uh, I mean, if Tom Brady wins on Sunday, does he come back next year? Or is that one that you could see as part of the eighteen? I'd be surprised if he retired. I mean, it's possible, but he looks like he's playing well. He looks like he's having fun. He looks like he wants to keep doing it. And he's one of the rare guys, too, where I feel like the longer he plays, the more it benefits his post-playing career. Like, he wants to do the TB12 stuff. Every time he plays longer – that's better than anything he can do after football to sell TB12. Him continuing to play football at a high level is better than any marketing he can get when he's done. 
Yeah. So uh, you got, you got so much stuff going on outside of just the the talking football. The, the you, you have how many podcasts are you doing? You've already mentioned two of them that we uh, that that you have. Which uh, how how many are, are you just doing those two, or you got more that you're working on? So I have five different ones that are part of my network. I do the Ross Tucker Football Podcast every day. Even Money, which is betting once a week. Fantasy Feast, which is fantasy once a week. College Draft, going over the college top prospects and college football once a week. And then Andrew Brandt does the Business of Sports podcast on my network as well. So nine a week during the season, eight of which yours truly is hosting. How many uh, fantasy football leagues were you in this year? Ooh, only one season-long league, but I do a lot of best ball. I'm a big best ball guy, DraftKings, has an awesome best ball platform. You know, the season I'm so busy, Joe, that I like to do the draft in the summer. You know, like June, July, August. That's risky. I like to do That's real risky. Not have to worry about it during the season. You know, just set it and forget it. That's a that's a really risky to do it before that third week of uh, preseason. Right, but that's everybody's in the same boat, right? So it's best ball, and everybody's in the same boat. So the way it works with best ball is they automatically, like you have three quarterbacks, whichever guy scores the most that week, that was your quarterback that week. So as long as you're getting good prospects, and then you take flyers on other guys later. So we're in the month of February, February 1st today. Uh, you have a, uh, you, you want to tell people about a great Valentine's Day uh, gift that you have been, uh, you've been talking about for a few years now. Not a great one, the best one. If you're driving around on your way to work or whatever, you got to talk to one of the writers at myfrontpagestory.com. It's the greatest gift ever. You literally talk to this guy for 10 minutes, tell him how great your wife is, girlfriend, fiance, whatever. They write the most unbelievable story. Looks like it's on the cover of the paper. Like it could be on the cover of the Times Dispatch. It's unbelievable, right? And then when you give it to her and you say, hey, babe, I want to do something special for you this year. So I had a story written about you. Like that just sounds awesome. I had a story written about you. It sounds amazing. And then when she actually reads it and the quotes that say like, I never thank her enough for everything she does for the family. I'm just telling you, she will cry. She will cry. You will win myfrontpagestory.com. Again, it's myfrontpagestory.com. Who do you like on Sunday? Chiefs. I think it's a close game. Field goal game could go either way. But the Chiefs, the top end of the Chiefs, like if they both play their A game, the Chiefs are winning. If they both play their B game, Chiefs are winning. What needs to happen is the Chiefs play a B game, Bucks play an A game. That's the way the Bucks will win the game. Ross, thank you so much, man. I know you got a full day ahead of you. Appreciate you stopping by. Of course, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. That is Ross Tucker. Follow him on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. This has been the Radio Row at Home presented by Kevin Miller, Caldwell Banker Gundaker, sponsored by the Inskip Law Firm and Munganass St. Louis Acura.